Hi, Greg Perry, the historic preservationist. Uh, welcome to episode 321. Um, just kind of a, a, a quick talk here tonight about uh, how and the whys of how val- the evaluations of antiquity have actually plummeted probably since the late, late 90s or the early 2000s. And uh, it's, it's pretty shocking. I mean, I, I've had colloquies and, and uh, um, dissertations, discussions with uh, contemporaries and clients all over the world. Uh, uh, and a third story, looking at the Bastille Monument, um, uh, taking a bath in hot springs in Budapest and in um, St. Mark's Square in Venice. And over the world, why why did this happen? Why did the valuation? I have there's no answers. I have no answers. Um, some possibilities, but why did the uh, hardcore period antiques, whether it's British, English, or French, drop off considerably about twenty years ago? So uh, I just had a client today purchase a pencil post bed. Um, made by a local maker outside of Philadelphia. And he was, he's a contemporary of mine back in the, the mid-90s. And uh, the bed was uh, fetched today for around uh, $600. And back in the day when it was sold new, probably in the mid-90s, it would, would have been selling for about 4500 plus for a twin bed. Uh, hard to conceive. So what, you know, there, there's no answers. And, and uh, you know, throughout history, copies or reproductions um, have always uh, at auction generated lower rates than the existing antiques they copy. But the problem um, as a restorer, as a, as a period antique horological appraiser is seeing the originals dropping off. And uh, for instance, I was looking for a clock from a famous London maker for the last 20, for about 20 years, and I finally found one around 2010. And I paid just under $12,000 for a tall case clock. And subsequently, in the last two and a half years, I've seen three of the same maker come up at auction, selling for 900 Ten fifty and twelve hundred dollars, respectively, and here I pay twelve thousand dollars in competitive, competitive, quite uh, fever pitch bidding at one of the main auction houses in the country. So, the question is, what has happened? Uh, what has happened to our cultural heritage as we, uh, you know, have valued it in the past? We valued cultural heritage for hundreds of years. And since the mid '90s, it's 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 dropped off like a like a lead cinder block into the pond. Um, no explanations. Uh, you can say there's explanations that the uh, computer, the internet, has caused all of uh, anyone can buy a piece uh, an object today. It's equal footing. In the past, it was just held by antique dealers and you know their network of pickers and 
and and finders would would get the objects and they would be the ones selling them, you know, at their advertisements or out of their showrooms. But unfortunately, <clears throat> what has happened with the, the leveling, leveling of the playing field with the internet, everyone has a chance to buy that same object um, pretty much at the same price. So there are no more, quote, secrets in the antiquers world. But it's not just that. That's, that's a possibility. But why the value, the appraised valuations of these objects have just fallen through the basement floor. And the real concern is here is that, you know, we're losing objects exponentially. Um, they're just, uh, I have a couple clients who have a couple Philadelphia five drawer chest of drawers. They bought them, you know, one for 350 and one for 750 and they put them in their garage and they put craftsman tools in, in these drawers and these these poor chests, these poor commodes are just getting beat up and beat up um, in this fashion. And seemingly uh, these this type of antiquity, because the drastic prices, the prices are down such a, a, a monumental level, is that people in the past who couldn't afford them can afford them. And these kind, a lot of these people make changes. They have them make their own changes in repair and restoration. So, uh, but anyway, it's very disturbing and, and, uh, you know, talking about this now for over 20 years, it's really a consensus of changing taste of quote, younger people. And who are those younger people? They're under 50 now, you know, anywhere from 30 to 50 and they really don't care about quote old stuff. It's horologically speaking, uh, furniture speaking, glassware, um, linen, lace, they, there's just no effort. There's no interest there. Why is that? Um, so I think we're looking at a, in a huge 20, 22, 23, 24 year um, sociological switch about what society cherishes. And it's not antiquity. And, you know, the old adage, and, and I still believe it to be true, if you don't know where you came from, you don't know where you're going and you're going to get yourself in trouble. And if you don't revere your cultural heritage, um, you know, things things are going to be bad for those in question. Um, and it's even, a, it's even a state of how, um, you know, like in New Jersey, this New Jersey Park Service um, has auspices over Bastow Village in the Pinelands. And it's a travesty. I, I was down there a few months ago, and many of these buildings have not been open in years. They're falling apart. The old sawmill is falling apart, and the workers' houses are falling apart. They look ransacked in a state of disrepair. So this is how the state that I'm in right now takes care of its history. But yet, isn't it interesting, they probably have a multi-million dollar uh, visitor center there with five or six people the day that I entered the property and walked around. Uh, what can they be doing in there if if no one is trying to maintain these historic dwellings? So uh, just a sad overall case of history. And, you know, even being part of the NAWCC and teaching uh, short courses and weekend courses for a number of years, um, uh, the last 
15 years, we could barely get uh, enough students to run a, a two-day course. And, and the students we're getting are not young. They're, they're 75 years plus, which there's nothing wrong with that. But we need, um, as representatives of the horological world, we need individuals to go out and to be great problem solvers and, and um, you know, and engineers to, to help uh, restore and fix clocks for subsequent generations. But it's not happening. So hence, we had to shut the school down in 2010 because of uh, insufficient students of interest. So uh, anyway, just, just an observation that, uh, you know, today was bought a, a $600 uh, a bed. And, and you know, it, it's very sad because of what this originally sold for. Now, if I, if I was going to make this bed uh, today, probably the timber alone is going to run to $2,000 to $2,500. So, um, and as you look back in the last 250 years, at least the history of America, um, mat historic materialism has run in cycles. You know, hot this year, not hot that year. Maybe it runs four or five years, but it's never been in such a massive downturn of 20 years. So, um, you know, no answers here. Um, sociological is the computer. Um, what's going on? I mean, is there a generation of parents who have instilled, instilled this into their kids that you should, again, you should revere um, the objects of the past to get you into the future? So um, just a quick observation. This is Greg Perry, the historic preservationist, uh, signing out. Thanks, everyone, for listening.